0: Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Eve's Job features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. I grew up actually in the hood of Las Vegas and my mom worked three jobs and put me in a private school across town. So I saw like both sides of the spectrum growing up. And um, I moved to New York when I was 18 years old. I was here for a few months, and I went back to Vegas, and I was uh, training for Junior Olympics at the time, and I finished doing that, and then I kept going back and forth, and finally, you know, I turned 21, and I was like, all right, that's it, I'm moving to New York City.
1: Can you explain to me a little bit what the hood in Vegas is like?
0: Um, So, I mean, you just shouldn't, like, walk around at nighttime. There's a lot of drugs being sold. There's a lot of, like...
1: What's the craziest shit you've seen?
0: So I never saw this, but my parents and my brother did. One year, they, like, locked down, like, my road. And there was, like, they had, like, a SWAT come out. And there was, like, a shooting going on. Like, I never saw that, but my parents did. And then we've had, like, three of our cars stolen. From, from your place. from our From our, like our front yard like someone like hijacks our car at night and just like goes on like a little ride and keeps the car and we end up finding the car which is crazy but yeah and then we also have like the ice cream truck and we have the corn man like the guy walks around like with a car he stole from like walmart with a horn and like sells you like the corn with the cream and the salsa and the tahini.
1: Um, so what was it like moving to New York City? Is this something that, like, surprised everyone, or you always knew you wanted to move here?
0: No, I think everyone always knew that I was going to end up in New York. It was always a dream of mine to just be a model in New York City and, like, pursue singing and acting. And this is the hardest city in the world. Like, it's the most expensive. (laughs) The top 1% is here, and I'm super competitive, and I'm like, okay, if I want to be better, then I need to surround myself with people that are better than me.
1: Um, what's been your like transition to New York like moving away from everyone like so young just figuring shit out
0: oh my goodness so so moving to New York with nothing to do besides modeling and everyone knows like you're that's not a consistent job you're not doing it every day you don't even know when you're gonna book a job it's (laughs) kind of like anxiety driven and you're like what the fuck When's my next paycheck coming in so when I first moved out here I had so much free time I was literally just like working out like crazy and I had like I don't know at first I hated it I was like I hate this city I'm moving back to Vegas because I had like all my friends there my family work every day and like I love that and I came out here and like I felt like I had nothing and so honestly like New York kind of like broke me for a little bit but I feel like it kind of like breaks everybody when you first move here because you're like adjusting to like walking everywhere and like getting your groceries and like figuring out (laughs) the subway and you're like oh my gosh I live in a closet now And I'm paying, like, a fortune. Like, what I paid for rent when I first moved here, I could have definitely bought a mansion in Vegas, which is, like, crazy to me. And everyone, like, lives in, like, a closet out here. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, it's been a good seven months that I've been here. And I literally have, like, I'm not kidding. I have seven jobs.
1: And (laughs) I want to hear some of your craziest stories Your craziest stories out of New York. Like, or Vegas.
0: Vegas stories. Oh,
1: I know you were a showgirl in Vegas. Yeah,
0: so. What's okay, that like? Okay, so when I was 19 or 18, no, 19, I moved to L.A. And, like, it was the first time I truly moved out of my parents' house on mm-hmm. my own. And, like, saving accounts don't last that long. And, like, life is expensive. And um, I was living there for about six months. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to go back to Vegas. Like, I need money. Because when I live in Vegas, I live at home for free. Um, and then once I moved out, like, obviously I paid my rent. And I moved back to Vegas, and I was, like, talking to my friends. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I have no money. What am I going to do? And they're like, oh, come work for my company. I have a showgirl company. And I was like, what? No, heck no. Like, growing up in Vegas, like, I would see these girls on the strip walking around dressed up as, like. You're,
1: like, dressed in, like, nothing. The burlesque
0: showgirl costumes. It's, like, the bra and the skirt and the feathers on your head and the feathers on your on your back and, like, in stripper heels. And I was like, oh, heck no. And my friend was like, come on, just try it. Like, you don't get paid hourly. You only make money off of tips. And I was like, all right. So like, two years, oh, God, I'm 22. Okay, so like three years ago when I first did it. Oh, my God, you were how old? I was 19. <laughs> I was 19 years old in Las Vegas. And <laughs> I remember being out there and the girl's like teaching me the spiel. And she's like, yeah, like, we just asked for tips. So we're out there and like people were walking. We're like, welcome to Las Vegas. How y'all doing? They're like, oh, we're good. Like, where are you guys from? We're from Texas. Oh, cool. I love Texas. Ooh. All right, we're gonna do three different poses with you guys, and just to let you know we do just pose for tips. Is that okay? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So now we have consent. We take the first photo, hands on our hip, and then the second photo, hands up, and you like you have your leg raised, and then you're like, Las Vegas on three, one, two, three, Vegas, and then you kind of like whisper in their ear, All right, just to let you know, the average tip we usually get is twenty a model, um, but it's the generosity of your heart. I appreciate anything. Thank you. And then you do the last one, and you like blow a kiss to the camera. Um, now, if I had, like, a group of guys, I'd be like, oh, yeah, just to let you know, average tip is 20 a model, but you look like you're above average. Or if I see 100, but I think, oh, or you could just give me the 100 and make my night. Um, and sometimes, you know, like, that's a lot, 40 bucks for a photo that you're taking on an iPhone. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, and these, regardless, these costumes are beautiful, but still, that's a lot of money for just one photo.
1: Okay, so what's been your craziest night out in Vegas?
0: The so, most... Not a
1: cute story, cause I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> so my craziest night out definitely has to be my twenty-first birthday last year. Oh
1: my god! Um, the videos I have
0: seen—they're on my Finsta. What's up? <laughs> so my friend, my friend, surprised me with a taco party, and uh, you know what a four loco is?
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: So I've never had one of those, and my friend gave me a, f- a whole four loco, and then all day from like noon, I was just like day drinking and tacos. And then I blacked out for a little bit. And I'm really competitive with my best friend's boyfriend. And he ended up climbing this pillar. And I guess I was like, oh, I could do that. And I, like, climbed the pillar and just, like, held on to it. And then the cops <laughs> came. They're like, hold up, hold up, don't touch her. We want to see how long she can hold on for. So I held on for, like, a good two minutes, which I I have no recollection <laughs> re- uh, of. There's just
1: videos of you looking like you're stuck to a wall.
0: Oh, I completely am. I was, like, a sloth. It was great. And, was um, and then... Uh, after that we went to the club and I like just did like I don't even know how many tequila shots and then inside the club I was just like literally the girl like crying in the club like oh my gosh I have the best friends ever thank you guys so much oh my goodness um and I ended up like I guess throwing up in an a plant and so did two of my friends and one of my friends got 86 that night and then when I what's 86 it means you're like uh kicked out like you can't go there again because you got so drunk. <laughs> she just
1: got 86. Like, it's casual. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, I guess, when we were leaving, so we took my mom. I had to have, like, a mom van in Vegas. We, like I drove all my like all my friends in the mom van. Uh, we were parked on the top, like, on the Paris. And um, I was just, like, passed out in the parking lot. Like, literally, just, like, I looked dead in the video. And then, so, I have, like, I play a lot of, like, Christian music in my van. And they, like, turn my car on. And, like, there's, like, Christian music blasting. And I'm, like, passed <laughs> out on the floor. And I end up flipping my friend off. And I woke up at my brother's house the next day, and I was like, what happened last night? And my brother's like, I have no idea.
1: Oh, my God. It's yeah. fucking insane. What about New York?
0: Oh, gosh. One of my wildest nights in New York.
1: I wouldn't say we've had a night like that, but we've definitely. No.
0: We've definitely had, like, a crazy night. I remember me and you, we went to, I don't even remember what club we were <laughs> You're at. You were making
1: a face like me. I'm scared. <laughs>
0: I don't remember what club <laughs> we went to, but Cheat Codes was performing. Oh, and we were like, Cheat Codes! Oh my goodness! And then when we went back, and I posted them in my Instagram story, and we went back to your, we were to like your my, apartment. My bed. He like messaged me and was like, "Oh, come over to our hotel. Let's do we this." We were like debating, like,
1: "Is this an after-party?" We we're like, "No." Yeah. It was just
0: us, and I was like, "No, come over. Let's like sing and like hang out."
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, um, we decided it was a bad idea, so it yeah. never happened. And what would you say? Has like shaped you as a person the most in your life? You could pinpoint it back to one thing.
0: It was definitely my athletics um, growing up. My my dad was my coach in soccer for like five years, and then I went to the Junior Olympics. So I trained every single day at six a.m. with my high school coach. I like would wake up at five a.m. go go run five miles, go to school, do weight training, then after school go to my first track practice, and after that go to my second track practice. And um, my dad always told me, he's like, no one's going to push for you more than yourself. And just seeing my mom like work three jobs and like hustle for like whatever she wanted, I was like, all right, if I really want whatever I want in life, I really got to work for it. And so it's just like being determined and knowing exactly what you want and mapping it out, like, okay, how am I going to achieve this? How am I going to get it? And doing anything it takes to get there.
1: Damn. Do you have anything else you want to share on this episode before we
0: head out? Oh, what I want to share? Oh, stay fierce. Be you. Be savvy. All right, ladies, make that money. Catch that bag. <laughs> My name is Jessie. Stay fierce, and I'll see you at Rosewood. job, produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.